going live, and I guess I hope so. Show Mason. Yeah, we'll clip it yep. on Twitch. Yep. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one of, or I guess episode only of The Last Word. This is a Dota 2 talk show uh, with me, Mason, or me, PPD, Mason, and Grand Grant. Um, don't have high expectations for this. This is pretty scuffed. But uh, we're going to just try to entertain you guys for about, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour until we, we get tired of talking to each other. So uh, first off, uh, how are you guys doing? Welcome to the show. I'll talk first, Grant. Let me handle this. I'm doing great. I just woke up like an hour or two ago. I took a shower. I shaved. I'm ready to impress with my knowledge and my look. <laughs> yeah, you're doing both already, bud. <laughs> Why'd you laugh? I don't understand. No, I didn't. I just had some stuff uh, in my throat. Okay. Sorry. <clears> throat> No, I'm great, Peter. How about you? I'm doing well. Came qualified to the major, and now I'm just chilling. We're headed to. I'm actually leaving for Ukraine for the for the We Play tournament tomorrow morning at like 6 a.m. or something. So it's gonna be rough. Yeah, isn't? Didn't you qualify for that tournament like a year ago or like nine months ago? Yep, me and the old NIP qualified for that tournament. I think <laughs> close to a year ago, and they told us it was happening on this date. And then they said it got pushed back. And then they said, oh, you know, it's going to be after TI. Don't worry. I'm like, after TI? Like, th there's no way we're going to have the same roster. Like, Yeah, now they're just replacing all their teams with CIS yeah. teams. I yeah. don't know. It's, but, it seems like a pretty easy tournament for a, a major player, Peter. Yeah, I mean, we were originally going as like, we were kind of like scrubs, right? We're like, all right, we're just going to go over to Ukraine a little bit, get a little last, last place payment, and uh, be happy with that. But now we're like actually good, maybe. So... When we saw Secret got one of the invites, I was like, what the fuck are these guys doing here? Like, these guys are winning majors, and they're just coming to, like, the little peasant tournament and just cleaning up. Is I mean, it's isn't it a decent amount of money? Yeah, it's like, I think it's like 300k, so. Yeah, yeah might as well clean it up. Okay, so did you guys uh, let's let's go let's talk about the qualifiers since we're kind of talking about it already. We just had the qualifiers finish. Um, did you guys happen to watch any regions in particular? I know Grant, you were casting a lot oh, of NA. Yeah. I was playing in EU, so I'm pretty up to date on that one. Mason, you watching? Yeah, China? I watched. Uh, I watched mostly NA. I watched a little bit of OG. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm pretty disappointed by the NA qualifiers, honestly. I watched Why? OG play, and obviously, like OG is tier one, but uh, the way they play Dota, they're so fast, like they're so together. They don't really have a lot of flaws in their movement. But NA teams, they kind of just like sit on their side of the river and they just farm for like 15, 20 minutes. And it's, they make like a lot of mistakes, like get randomly caught on the map or they're not smoking for Roche or something. I don't know. It just, it's like a completely different level of play. And it's kind of disappointing to see. But, you know, there are some good teams out there. Like I said, OG looked really nice. Secret, of course, looked nice. So, yeah. Yo, how, do you, how do you compare the two, though? Because you just said like OG is the best team or what? Well, I think OG is pretty fresh, right? Like, they're missing a few players. It's going to take some time to get on the same page. But from what I saw, they didn't really, like... They're kind of playing the same style. Topson's still playing his heroes. He's playing fast. He's building these really quick items like Medallion on mid-heroes. Sumail's playing, like, the late-game secure. Morphling, uh, Spectre. And they're playing the same style. Uh, I feel like OG is probably going to be one of the best teams throughout the year still. I don't think they really lost a beat in their step. And then Secret, probably number two. Uh, Grant, you watched an IP, right? How do you think yeah. they're going to stack up against OG and Secret? Uh, well, we played them both. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, of course, you played them, but... Yeah, I would and, say, I mean, it's pretty rough, right? Secret uh, just won the major, and OG's <laughs> the best team in the world. I would say they are a tier below. Sorry, Peter. I feel like I could answer Let's this see. question, like, much easier. Like, I think that we got O2'd by both Secret and OG, and yeah, I feel like they were on another level compared to, like, the other teams. Um, I think that in two of the games, I think we sort of held our own, but I think the other games, like, you know, when, when not only are, like, are you outdrafted, but you're also outplayed, and I think it makes the... Yeah, I mean, I agree that they were on another level for sure. Um, how that compares to other regions and their best teams, uh, it's hard to say. And then also Secret and OG never played each other. But I felt like equally like, you know, when you play against a really good team and you kind of feel like an idiot or you feel like a noob. Oh, yeah. I felt that before. Yeah. You know, Since I played on the, I played, sorry, one second. I played Infamous right at the uh, Stockholm Major last year. I played versus Secret. Uh, that was probably the most severe beating I've ever faced yeah. in Dota. That was embarrassing. I actually felt embarrassed for myself. But, yeah, uh, so I know the feeling. Is what I'm you can definitely, sometimes you can just tell when a team is like sort of out of your league. And I definitely felt that playing against both of those teams, that being said, like obviously they're beatable, but just, you know, unlikely, right? I guess you could say. You're, yeah, you said you're disappointed in NA. Um, Grant, you watch. I, I actually watched a lot of NA, uh, but the, the, it was so like, it's so weird. Like you just have like the non-qualified teams playing against like the sponsored and you know teams yeah. that get paid, and it's like there's such a huge difference in jump yeah, there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and he's not wrong. EG was like the only team who looked any sort of good. Chaos didn't even look good. Yeah, I saw like the business associates. Like they almost beat Chaos. I felt. Yeah, and, like I they feel like they, they, they like, should have. Like, when yeah. they played that best of three in the major, was it? Yeah. The major bracket, right? They, yeah, I the semifinals. Like business Associates had all three of those games won, and they just kind of tossed all three of them away, or two of them away. Yeah, I agree. NA, I don't know. Mason, like the chaos, your boy, you are. What's going on with them? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. A lot of these NA games, they were just kind of thrown. Like, I looked at these drafts. I have a pretty good read on these drafts for the most part. And I would watch these games. And I'd be like, oh, man, they got this 10th pick Nakes or a 22 pick Nakes, like free Nakes game. Like, there's no way they can lose this one. And then uh, these teams would just throw the games. They'd do, like, such weird plays. Uh, like, this Nakes hero should be able to carry this game solo. And I feel like these teams don't play around timings. They just farm their side of the map. Uh, I don't know. It's just insane. Like zoomies were like threatening. Was it business associates? Was right? Uh, they, it was. Why is it insane? Why, I don't. It, it was, why do you, why is it insane? Because these are. Tier, this is EG. This is a tier one team. This is a top three team. They got second place at the last major, right? Like this is crazy. Yeah. Like how are they misplaying something as simple as nakes? Like that's just insane to me. I think sometimes you play so to basic. the level. You play to the level of your opponents sometimes. So I think like if you're a really good team playing in a really bad bracket, like obviously you're gonna look a little mess, like a little sloppy. I think. Yeah, but do you think a team with like snaking Eternal Envy in them should be even close against a team that just got put together only for this qualifier? Oh, absolutely not. Uh, no, but like I think it's hard to know like what exactly is going on with that team. Like they could be in like a downtime, right? And it's oh, not that like he's definitely in a downtime. <laughs> but it's. <laughs> 
but it's not like the, it's not like the you know the Sammy Boy and the Zumi stacks. It's not like those players are just totally yeah. awful. Like they're definitely skilled players. Like you'll well, they, they Lucky all... Lucky one here. <laughs> but I think like when you're all when you're playing at that level of matchmaking, like everybody is like it's almost like a big in-house league. Like everybody is kind of similarly yeah. skilled. And I think a lot of times you can take like one player off of another team and then put him on a really good team. And wow, okay, that team is still successful. Do you think that would be all hypotheticals to either of you? So if we put Sammy Boy, like we swapped him for Yawar, do you think they would still be second place in the NA qualifiers? Uh, That's a little bit too big of a jump for me. Okay. Oh, we got a Sammy Boy hater in the house? What's going on here, Peter? Not a hater, just not proven. I what am I supposed to say? I agree. That, yeah, no, that's an honest I think, answer. I think they uh, second place on A. I think they could do it. Yeah, I think if Sammy Boy replaced Juar, they could still they get second could, place on. Of course, they could do it. The question is, would they do it? I think they would. I think they would. Let me change my words. They I, would do it. I think the business associates would have won that series for sure if Sammy Boy was playing the carry for for chaos. Yeah, I agree with that. Not to say it's bad, but it, it's just it's a big jump. That's why I'm like, I don't know. How, how do you improve NA? Is NA Dota dead? Well, where's our new people? Uh, we have the you know the future DPC changes that were proposed that will hopefully help revive the North American region. However, I'm not really sure that's going to happen. Dude, one of our teams fucking forfeit. Alien Man and Banana. The besides being the biggest dumbass in NA Dota, <laughs> like legitimately, I'll say it. He's the biggest dumbass in NA Dota. He just forfeit a spot and went and played yeah. a Reach tournament. He, they should be DQ'd I'm, from like I like all their points. Yeah, I saw they 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 lost their first game on day one in the major qualifier. They lost the first game in 20 minutes. They lost the second game in 13 minutes, and then they forfeited the rest of the tournament. So. And went and played a dip run, and then he made a fake apology. That's the biggest thing, yeah. Just like either apologize or just don't play, you know. It's, it's just know. it's just like such a comparison a between look. the quality of teams in your qualifier when you see something like this going on. Then you like look over at Europe and you're like, wow, like all of these players are you know actually trying to like qualify to the tournament, and like all the games are like pretty competitive. It's like we had yeah. Group B, yeah. which was like super stacked for EU. Which was, I mean, what did you guys think when you saw the the group stage for Europe? I, I mean, oh it's yeah, a stack, Group B was said. way harder than Group A, like no doubt. Yeah, so at least assuming before, right? If OG was good, which they were, so yeah. Yeah, I was initially like a little upset about the groups, I guess you could say, but I didn't realize that the fourth place team got to play like a tiebreaker against the other fourth place team in the other group. No. So I mean, I think it was like everybody would have guessed Singularity to be the the fifth place team in this group. Yeah. Um, but even like day one, like Singularity was taking, took a game off of, I think they took a game off of Liquid or something. So, I yeah, they went one, uh, one Yeah, they it. took a game off Liquid. They went yeah. one run with Liquid and, you know, it was the first like, game they played too. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I we, mean, did you think Europe deserved two minor slots too? I think it's, I think it's a little weird that they gave North America two Right, they gave them two major slots and two minor slots for the first qualifier of the year. Yeah. When you know the year before it was three, right? So they're obviously making changes, but to not make changes again, are they just trying to say that like no region should have more than three, right? Because what if you do give Europe a fourth slot or an extra slot, right? Is all of a sudden is Europe then looking for another slot after that? Like when does this end? Is Europe yeah. just becoming like the best place for Dota? So, 
you are kind of limiting it by keeping the slots there, but maybe you are kind of limiting it for a purpose so you can still have international representation from all the regions. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. It's just clearly Europe does have the best teams right now, so yeah. Well, we they can... just have to try harder. I don't know. Let's talk about the the DPC changes. Did you guys see these that were the the leak or whatever they call it here that they posted on Liquipedia? They talked about the idea uh, of creating regional leagues, uh, eliminating minors. Three I majors. heard some stuff about it, but I didn't read like the skinny, as same. they say. Yeah, so it's just the new system, right? We had the same DPC system these past two years. Everybody was a little surprised that we kept the same one for this year from last year, since we, I know there were so many like flaws that were yeah. obvious, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, tell me what you guys think of this. No minors, three majors. You have regional leagues that replace qualifiers. You have two tiers per league. So a team couldn't go, you know, from nothing to the majors, I guess, in uh, one cycle. So it'd be like, you'd have up until the first major cycle one, cycle two, cycle three, and then to TI, you'd have cycle four, I guess. You'd have four cycles a year or four seasons. Yeah. Um, and then you'd have a promotion relegation system for top placing teams in the minor league and bottom placing teams in the major league. And then teams would qualify to the minor league through open qualifiers. <laughs> I mean, I think it's it's funny, right? Looking at it through like NA standpoint, there's a so this is going to be a just not that many teams for all these 16 slots, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah. When I did NADCL, we had over yeah. 60 teams signing up yeah. and playing throughout the season. Yeah. So, But like teams that compete, right, is the thing? Yeah, but if you have, I mean, yeah, if you took the, if you took the current NA situation and you gave, what, an eight-team major league, right? Yeah. Like even It's even hard to get like eight solid teams, right? We saw like one of the top eight teams just forfeited the qualifiers. Yeah. Right, then you need to get them to play in a league that's ongoing throughout the season. Um, I just think that the minor leagues, it's just the competition wouldn't be the same, basically, compared to other regions. Yeah. So, I feel like it would just be an amateur league, and the other ones would actually be pro teams. It'll be weird. But if it's true, I mean, it's good, right, for the amateur teams as long as they take it serious. Maybe Mason, would you make a yeah. team if if this thing was real? Would no. you look to make a team? You still wouldn't. No. Okay. Um. I have something to say, but before that, uh, PPD change your stream title. I, th- I thought it was oh, like nice. maybe lagging at first, but it still says EG- EU major qualifier here. Let's go or whatever. Yeah, that's true. So let's change the last. Uh, the, my point on the Yo, tier thanks, 2 Mason. scene and all this stuff. Yeah, no problem, Greg. We got this. But um, my point about the tier 2 scene and everything is that, one, it doesn't get any viewership. We've kind of seen that in the past with NADCL and other things like that. Um, personally speaking, I don't really care. Uh, maybe it's bad to say, but I just don't. Like, I'm not going to watch these teams. I don't think it's competitive. I don't think a lot of people find it competitive at all. I don't think uh, it should be some charity case either. Like, there's a topic that was recently talked about. Garter, a Tier 2, Tier 3 European player. A pretty decent player. <laughs> so <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah, I am. Dude, I, go on, though. Go on. I'll let you Okay. Finish. Okay. So... This guy Garter, he's like saying, "Oh, there's no scene for me. There's no. I put in all this work, all this effort. I'm not rewarded for it." And Dota's a top-heavy game. By the same time, I don't feel like it's necessarily incorrect. I don't think you should be the 15th best team in Europe and get a seat at the table, so to speak. 
I'm totally fine with like the top five teams qualifying for lands and everyone else can eat shit, so to speak. Like, this isn't some charity case. Yeah, this is okay. a game. We play for fun. We play it to be competitive at the same time. But just because you're playing Dota and you're 7K MMR, you shouldn't earn some big salary. Like, fucking get better. Stop complaining. Like, it's a harsh view. And yeah. uh, this affects me directly, too. So, like, me saying this, like, I'm tier two, whatever. People, people's mind. This should be good for me, right? I should be like eating the shit up and be like, "Oh man, tier two scene. This is great. This is great. I love this shit." No, I think this is this is a waste of time. To be one, honest with you, one of my big things and one of the reasons why I created NADCL was to give people a regular place to compete on a team, right? For it to actually make sense for you to create a team with you know four other people that were like minded to actually go after your goals is because. People were just playing solo matchmaking and just hoping that somebody on one of these top four teams would eventually just notice them and give them a slot on a team. And I honestly don't think like, yeah, sure, that happens and works for some people. But I don't think it's like I think you can actually have teams that just get better over time and all of the players on the team improve. But nobody's even trying to give that a chance. They're just sitting around waiting for nothing to happen. And so by creating like this regional league and giving people a regular opportunity for actual competition they'll actually have incentives to like, hey, we're going to scrim this week. Or, you know, like, I don't know, let's go over our matches. Or I feel like people just play the qualifier, get their asses kicked, and then just sit on their asses for like two months waiting for the next qualifier. Yeah. That's the that's the problem. I feel like uh, everyone kind of just like plays pubs and then AFKs. Like all these tier three, tier two players, over, they play pubs, AFK. And no one's actually getting better, I feel. At least in NA. I don't know how it is in Europe. Maybe maybe there's a lot of scrims going on in the tier two scene and everything, but NA, I don't feel like anyone's actually getting better at Dota. I think everyone's just like dumb, honestly. Do you, do you think there's uh, a lot yeah. of people who just say they're trying to be a pro just to like put off real life responsibilities of like getting an actual job? For sure. Without a doubt. It's uh games are an escape sometimes to people. So yeah. I totally see that. It was kind of like that for me. Not like I was still going to school and I still didn't know if I wanted to like deep dive into Dota, but it was definitely a nice outlet competitively and also to like kind of like shrug off real life for a little. So I get it. Yeah. I think it's the same thing with streaming too, right? Everybody's like, oh, you got to put in the work as a low tier streamer. But at what point do you go like, man, I've been doing this for two years and like I haven't seen any growth. Like when do I stop? Right. But then you hear yeah. about some story about your favorite streamer who's popular now. And he goes, yeah, you know, you got to put in the work. Like, you know, I did that That's for three bullshit. years and had no viewers. This is bullshit. It's all <laughs> bullshit. It's luck. It's timing. It's everything. Like, like yeah, I'll, get into little, yeah, you go on. I'll get into a little segue and then, uh, yeah. But, um, I was streaming, right? Like I played on EG, blah, blah, blah. I thought that was a little clout. I didn't, I just did streaming for fun. I didn't, never thought it was going to be like yeah, a career or whatever, like anything like that. <laughs> clout. But um, so I tried streaming after EG, like maybe an hour here, an hour there. No one watched me. Literally no one watched me. It was sad. It was funny and sad. I'd get like 60 viewers after five hours. No one cared. And then I cast it with Grant, uh, you know, luck, fortune, whatever. Uh, and then I got 500 viewers the next stream. So Grant kind of gave me a little boost. And then slowly over that base, I've, you know, built a following or whatever, a fan base. So I don't know, saying work hard, stream long, you'll get bullshit. It's uh, luck, connections. Uh, yeah. I was, I, mean, I was believing you, Mason. Thank you. What were you saying, Grant? No, 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 you're good. Yeah, I was saying, I think Mason, you're, we all knew you were a funny, entertaining guy. But you just had to show yourself to the world. 
and obviously they love put yourself out there they love you back and i i love your stream and i like how how raw you are you know you keep it real with your south american boys over there on us east and what's uh, that supposed to be i'm just saying i i used to play (laughs) na pubs i know you gotta you gotta be bilingual in order to rise to the top and yeah you're almost top 10 right mason yes sir almost there big moment for me you know, not my first time in the top 10. People think, like, oh, Mason, what would the... Actually, I'm too stupid to find the word for it, but I'm always, like, hovering around rank 50. But you know what? I'm almost there. I've gone top 10 before. This will be the second time, you know? Nice to have goals for yourself. Grant, I yeah. hear you're getting back into the solo queue game as well. Yep, you know, playing some actual rank Dota, you know, a lot more turbo, you know, actual Dota. It feels weird. You win. You know, it's whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Still shit on kids 1v1 middle. It's kind of that. No, nice. I think I'm like Divine 4 or 5, so I definitely room to improve. Okay. Do we? I feel like we just segued like massively. What were we talking about originally? Do you remember? The we were talking about DPC still, changes. And right. DPC. Yeah, and then you mentioned the garter story. And um... <laughs> Okay, Grant. Sounds like you no, laughed okay. like twice. Yeah, well, okay, so, Mason. How long did it wait? How long did it take you? You did play League for a bit. How long did it take yeah. you from starting to getting to the top league? So I played League. Okay, so uh, I won't try to talk about this too long, but I played League for a bit. I was pretty bad at the start, like uh, most people are in most games. Probably played up to 1,000, 500 to 1,000 rank games, and I was at around plat. And then I took some time off, and for whatever reason, I came back. A few seasons later, I picked one or two champions, and I climbed to top 200 very briefly. But uh, yeah, it took me over a thousand ranked games, I'd say, to actually like okay. get to the top level. Okay, so we'll give him some more time. Gotcha. That's a pretty yeah, good. that's thousand ranked games. So that's not including like the uh, unranks that you play with your friends and to level up yeah. the account and everything. Gotcha. All right. So All right. I, I great, laugh. great league segue. Uh, back to the European or the regional leagues. Um, <laughs> so I think last year there's a great example of people who are really shorted out by the system or the current system was Final Tribe. They were a team that played in Europe throughout the entire season, uh, but they never qualified to a single minor or major. Right? There was only ten DPC lands, and they never got to attend any um, because they were the sixth best team in Europe. Right. That being said, if they had moved to South America, North America, you know, somewhere else with less competition, they could have actually gone to events. Do you think that like having a regional league system that like promotes, I don't know, we're like, I feel like the way it's going to be is like, I think of like, uh, like soccer or football, right? For our European fans, like the how European football is the most popular sport in the world, right? Yeah. Internationally I mean, if, and everything. Yeah, so if like, you want to yeah, so like, say then back up the stats. Do you think there's any chance that it's going to like, that that is the way that Dota is eventually going to look where like the China and European regions are, are just so popular compared to the other regions that like, you know, players get paid more to play in Europe. The regional leagues have more prize money. They have more sponsors. Doesn't like, would all of a sudden EG just want to move to Europe to play in Europe? Because they can compete in the regional league or is it just always going to be focused on like just getting to TI and just getting the free spots in different regions? I mean, that's how it has been, right? Yeah. I just think what if there was such a bit, like what if there was a huge difference between North America and Europe? I mean, there already is, isn't there? No, but and actually like regards to like how much prize money you can earn throughout the year, how much money you can make like on your salary, like all these things. 
Oh. I don't... Isn't that stuff gated to the Tier 2 teams, though? The teams that can't compete at the Major? That's my understanding of this new system. It's um, the teams that qualify for the Major are ineligible to play in these regional leagues, uh, these Tier 2 leagues. It would seem super unfair if like no, the big dogs like EG and OG can play no, because they, in these smaller terms. This replaces qualifiers. So the big teams play in the leagues. And because the big teams play in the leagues, they draw the viewership to the lower teams. They play against the lower teams on a regular basis throughout the year. And those leagues, as a result, like they get to collectively sell sponsorships and um, generate revenue based on like the entire region. So like Secret OG, Nigma, NIP, we'd all play in Europe and we would probably be, you know, the eight major teams. And then there would be like a 16 team minor league that like less people would watch. Who? How do you determine uh, who goes to the majors then? I think you just if either they get rid of qualifiers. Like either, you just said. either you run a regional final, right? Maybe European would be Europe would be even popular popular enough to run like regional championships on LAN, potentially. Like we saw the EU qualifier numbers were totally absurd um, for this for this DPC cycle, um, and then sorry. The the top placing teams in the league, you would just send them to the international events, which would be the DPC majors. Mason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've. I guess we're just speculating here, right? But I definitely. feel like. Yeah, we're definitely speculating here. Um. I don't think the top teams will be playing with the minors. That just sounds like I understand no, like not. to draw viewers. Yeah. So, but the top teams would play against themselves on a regular basis in those leagues, right? Like to actually like play in the European league, you'd actually have to live in Europe, right? Imagine that. Yeah. I don't think they'll differentiate the prize pool much regardless of what's going on. Like if Europe's uh, has the better teams or NA, uh, it's it's not Valve regulated, is it? Have they made that clear? The tier two is not Valve regulated, like the uh, upcoming DPC changes, or is it? Uh, I don't. I, from what I understand, that they're probably just going to take bids for like certain, you know, like an ESL or a, um, Mars to like run a regional league, but they would control like the whole thing throughout the entire season. I think. I see. So they wouldn't contribute to prize pool. You think they would just like regulate and make sure like tournaments aren't like fighting I, over no, each other i, I like... think valve would contribute i have no idea actually i mean i have no idea probably yeah, I, think gonna, I think they're going to contribute some amount right and i think that yeah maybe you're right valve will contribute the same amount to each region but what those regions are able to do on their own outside of that i think is going to be based on like the popularity of their league and the number of eyeballs that watch their tournaments right so it's going to be more valuable to run europe than it would be to run north america yeah. yeah, of course. True. Big true. Big true. Grant, any any thoughts on all that? Any thoughts yeah. on any speculation yourself on as to what we can expect of the I mean, changes? I would just be curious if they did make those changes, are they going to not allow people to stream the games anymore? I do that's what do you, what do you guys that's think of that? Question. Like Grant, you were streaming uh, EG's games, you had Gork and yeah. Bulldog over there streaming Europe as always. I mean, you guys I just, just destroyed. Enjoyed, I just have been doing it since like 2014 so for myself i just enjoy casting the dota you know big numbers are cool too but i mean if we can't do it we can't do it i'll just cast on the official channels if they ever ask me 
I think that's like one of the issues is like all the tournament organizers want exclusive rights to their broadcast, right? They want exclusive yeah. rights to the games that they're, you know, helping make happen. But Valve isn't giving them like the opportunity to have exclusive broadcast rights over Steam TV, like Dota TV. Yeah. So then you guys get to like just come in and just like. Which is obviously like nice for me, right? I, I, mean, I love doing it, but the, like it does hurt. Like the overall, it, it might hurt. I mean, I can't be, you know, I don't know. Truth of the matter is like you, Gork, Bulldog, et cetera, yeah. like you guys are giving people the best product, right? That's the why product they, watch. they want at least. Yeah. yeah they, you know, they watch you because they like watching you better than the, the tournament stream, right? So you yeah. actually are presenting a better product. So like, I, I don't know. What do you think as somebody who's doing that? Like, would you, would you be willing to cast like online games for ESL? Right? Would you rather would you yeah. like cast for their channel and put their sponsors up and all that shit if they like hired you to do it? Yeah, I mean, I would. I've always been pretty open about casting whatever, casting on their channel, casting on mine with their stuff. Like, it doesn't matter to me. You don't think there's just, there's no like pullback from you to like not cast on your own channel and be like ultra benefiting yourself? Uh, I mean, I really don't care if they just shut me down. It's fine. I'll still be a caster, right? Yeah. What uh? What number would you want to get paid? To for, for what? <laughs> to not cast those qualifiers you just did. Uh, how much money? I don't want to see. I mean, honestly, they could just invite me to cast them on their channel, and then I would for nothing. But they, I mean, I would obviously want payment. But like, people still get paid. From what I've heard from the the people who do cast the qualifiers, they get fifty dollars a bo three now or something. I don't. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely exactly. underpaid, but I'd still do it. I mean that's like, no, but that's shit. Like that's shit for you. Like, like think of like man, all the exposure you gave yourself by casting shit. these EG games. Like you had over twenty thousand viewers, yeah. right? For like, like six, casting, six plus hours. But, but like, okay, think of Gork, right? He's casting for OG, right? Just doing OG. They yeah. got all this. They got all this Red Bull hype behind him. He's casting to like fifty k plus viewers, right? Like, how is that? How much is ESL going to pay him not to cast their games? Like twenty thousand, twenty thousand yeah, dollars, like. I'll take twenty grand. I mean, he probably made a ton of money during. If he, I wonder if he was running commercials. Uh, but. Oh, he yeah. Are you serious? Mason, <laughs> Mason runs commercials with a hundred viewers. Shit. I think if you you're a Twitch, hundred viewers. What the hell? I think if you're a Twitch partner, you're supposed to run <laughs> like X amount of commercials per hour. Yeah, I believe you're supposed to, but like they don't really. Until you get a bunch of viewers, they don't really care about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wait, so you're supposed of, to. Yeah, I mean. You're literally supposed to, I believe, but I have no clue. That's in sure deep oh. down in the contract. Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, nobody really. Twitch is like pretty hands off, I think. As long as you're not. What I'm saying is, saying is I would be. Sa yeah. yeah, I would just be sad if I couldn't cast a qualifier since I've been doing it for literally since like even Han. And then if it just gets canceled, I'd be, I mean, it would be shit, but what are you going to do? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird balance. I'm not sure where yeah, the. Yeah, it definitely I'm not, is. Not sure where the middle ground is. Um um okay let's move on to a, another subject guys we have the coronavirus uh plaguing the the international globe but as a result the question is is the chinese teams are they going to be able to attend the la major because i don't think the u.s is letting any uh chinese people into the country at the moment is that like factual i haven't actually read up on that uh, i think i heard that, if they, <laughs> that so i heard if you're from china if you go to like another country for two weeks and like I don't know, yeah. don't have the coronavirus, then you can go to the U.S. Um, let's just say hypothetical word, right? We're speculating. None of the Chinese teams get into the major, right? So we need 
three, potentially four new teams to go to the major. How do we do it? Uh, I, you just let the community pick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, okay. major. Go on, Mason. You have thumbs up. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, probably just take the next best teams from each region, right? Like whoever got the... But there's six regions. Third. Pl- Ooh, there's... All those teams oh, are going to the yeah, minor. But... Yeah, but you obviously... Yeah, that's the problem. That is the problem right there. These teams are going to the minor. Like, we, you'd have to, like, do over the qualifiers, so it does get tricky then. Let me use some brain power skills here. Does anyone have a, anything off the top of their head while I use my brain power to figure this one out? Uh, I think we're I think we're fucked, honestly. Like I think you that think we're fucked. I think we're fucked, right? If the Chinese teams don't get in, then you try to replace them. I mean, who do you bring? Do you bring do you bring Liquid, who didn't manage to qualify to the minor, but are still a good team? Do you bring Nigma? Do you bring Zoomies from NA? Like I think, regardless of yeah, what I mean, you do, you have the, to wild you have to wild card something. The right? integrity of the DPC is totally ruined. I think the most logical thing I I've deducted a solution actually already. Thank you. Uh, the most logical thing is you bump everyone up one space, in each region, and then I mean six. I don't know how many slots China has, but um, anyways, yeah, for, for like the first three or four or whatever, bump everyone up one one spot. So uh, Alliance qualified for the minor, right? Give them a major slot, and then give the second place of the minor qualifier, which was uh, Nigma, give them the minor slot, right? Just bump everyone up one in the standing and then go from there. However many teams are left. I can't do math right now. I just use all my brain. So as somebody who's playing at the major, you know, it's my first major of the season. Um, Congrats. We went to the, both the, we went to the last two minors. We got last place at both of them. It was really, it was really fun. It's really fun. Um, <laughs> but I feel like this is a huge opportunity for us to catch up to the other teams in DPC points, especially, you know, our rivals like Liquid, Alliance, Nigma, et cetera, who managed to get points at the previous events that we didn't get. So if they're all of a sudden just going to be handed free spots, even though we beat them in the qualifiers, you know, our points are just, you know, we're just going to need so many more points. And China as a region entirely is going to be missing out on three major slots of points for the season, three, maybe four, right? That's true. How that does true. how do you balance so, some, some you delay it? like this? Do you? I guess you gotta delay it. So or, I would, or I think it was last two seasons ago, right? We I was on Optic and we qualified for I don't know the event that was in I don't know there was some event that just got canceled, right? Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was Galaxy Battles, maybe, but it could have been something else. <laughs> It, the event didn't the event okay it wasn't it wasn't the event that happened God. and nobody got paid it was the event that just actually didn't happen but it was one of the few majors that we managed to qualify for and it was galaxy if, battles yeah and if galaxy you remember optic was I mean, you had to get top four or top six to get points that year i think it was top four we were like one placement away from earning enough dpc points to get invited to ti but this major that was in like the last seven, like it was in the last like twenty five percent of the year, just disappeared. So all of a sudden, we just weren't going to an event, even though we beat the other teams who beat us in other qualifiers for different events in that qualifier. So we felt really cheated that this event just didn't happen because we missed out on a huge opportunity. What if they just remove DPC points entirely from ESL LA? I mean, oh. they, that'd be bad. They got to do something, though. So. I feel like that would mauled some folks out there. I would definitely be yeah. pretty mauled. Yeah. They can't do that. I don't know. Yeah. So China's you know, getting you zero points? 
No, you brought up a good point. I actually totally forgot about China and their points and everything, how they just get zero for the uh, entire land, which is retarded. Um, they should... Oh, sorry. I don't think I can say that word on your screen. Yeah, chill with your gamer words, Mason. Okay, I mean, it's not really gamer word, but anyways... Uh... <laughs> All right, now Mason's anyways. gonna laugh for the next two minutes. So. <laughs> uh, anyways, you go. No, anyways, you go. I think they have to push it back, like Grant said, like actually push it back, so all the Chinese teams can go, or they have to host it in China. ESL LA becomes China. ESL Shanghai. Yep, exactly. Then we all go to China. We all get stuck in China because we can't go back to our home countries because they're worried we That's have the, the coronavirus. That's all the right, price so you pay. I guess I won't be going to the major. Yo, what I feel. Do? Are we sure people they can, uh, so they can't come to the country as of now? I don't know. I, I heard. <laughs> so I heard. I, I heard Chinese people are definitely having problems going to countries. I heard that somebody in North Korea got like shot in the streets for going to China and coming back and like having this disease. Peter, this sounds like you read TMZ. <laughs> I mean, crazy shit happens in North Korea, Grant. I don't know. Well, yeah, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> Chat, back me up. Back me up, chat. Wait, what happened? Wait, the coronavirus? <laughs> Wait, the coronavirus was in North Korea? Yeah, not anymore. They got rid of the problem. <laughs> what? what is Peter talking about? Next topic. All right. All right. So we got the three. Oh, so I got a question for you guys. Nigma and Alliance. These are two teams who said they played at the previous Scrubs. events and stuff. Yeah, come on. How, how do you think they like? How do you think they're going to handle not going to a DPC event? Entire, like entirely. Uh, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, they've been they've been at like the past two TIs. They've been at like every single you know major. I, I think for Enigma, right? There, there's going to be changes, right? I know people don't want them to, but really? people don't. Want I mean, no, people want them to, and it's been oh, what two sorry. things now? Yeah, my bad, my bad. No, I did say that wrong. I don't know. I think for them, they're going to change. I think for like the liquids and alliances, like teams like that who aren't going to go to one. I know one of them is, but I think they're just happy for a break, right? At this point, I don't think they'll take it that harsh. Ooh. I think it sucks, but. Peter, uh, looked like you had a little bit of a disdain in that comment. Would you like to elaborate on that? Yeah, I don't think the ESL LA major is the one you want to miss out on if there is one. And I also think that, like, I don't know, I feel like in the middle of the season, like, this is just when people are really getting, like, amped up to go, like, to the, you know, start their run to the end. So uh, I would feel, I mean, I kind of, I actually kind of expected that for ourselves. Like, before we started playing in EU, I thought, like, you know, it's very realistic and possible that we you know don't qualify to the major or the minor because of how stacked europe was i was just like i don't know we got like crazy lucky or i don't know we just i don't know but um i mean it would suck but like i was kind of like okay with the idea because we were gonna like keep practicing and like try to improve for like the next cycle but i felt like these teams like they're you know they've been going at it and they've been i don't know they've been going at it for a while i was just surprised that i was just i'm curious like how they'll handle just not playing for two months. Cause it's not like they're going to the, we play tournament either. Like they're pretty much just going to be playing pubs and scrimming and just doing nothing. 
for, for a long time, right in the middle of the season. So maybe we will see changes, I guess, or maybe, I don't think the Liquid team will change, but maybe Nygma will. Yeah, I don't think Liquid will change. I think uh, they'll stick together and try to work something out. But uh, now, do I think Nygma will change? And do I think should they? And do I think they should change? That's two different things, right? I think they should. I think probably get rid of we, rid of we, rid of re. <laughs> Mason's broken. Yeah, the like, fuck I, I, I don't know. It's the North Korea I comment. Think, too much. I think uh, we has failed to impress. I don't know if do you guys agree or am I alone here? They got second place at TI, so it's kind of hard to like say anything negative. Sure, uh, he got second place at TI, but what has he done lately, and has he impressed you? I mean, do you not want to answer no, the question? No. Do you not have an opinion, or for me, he no. Not me. Okay, no. Uh, what, Grant, you said no as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's three no's across the board, ladies and gentlemen. Cut him from the team. Nah, but uh, yeah, I think he's just failed to impress. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's had a lot of opportunities. Agree. Um, it just kind of seems like his hero pool is outdated, or like one-dimensional. He just seems to play like Huskar and TA, like these really broken ninety-nine-one matchups kind of thing. Yeah. And when he's put on an even footing, he just seems to not have much impact in the game. He doesn't play some of the newer heroes and more meta heroes too. Like, uh, he didn't really play Void Spirit, did he? I don't think we saw him on I think, that. I think we all played it a couple times. I'm not sure how I must been, it must have been so whew, that I must have not noticed, you know what I'm saying, gentlemen? But, yeah, uh, that, that hero is, I don't know, that hero is pretty high skill, I think. I've only seen, like, very high skill. Thompson is, like, the only one who I'm just like, all right, we're not playing against that. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely high skill. Uh, I just think, yeah, I mean, the overall theme is just failed to impress, and they clearly are lacking in some department, and sometimes new blood is all you need to get the ball going. So, yeah, I think they should make a change. Now, will they? Uh, hard to say. You know, at the, the mind of a Kuroki. They did before TI, right? And that definitely worked out for them, right? Bringing Weeha instead of Matumba, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't even think that was a good player-to-player change, but new blood. Maybe it just, like, sparked something inside of them. They felt, they felt, you know, you're a captain of a team, Peter. You've been a captain of many teams for a long time. Sometimes you feel like some player just isn't working out great. Just sometimes you feel like a player isn't working out, and it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. You know, you just feel like he's not working out. Maybe the team feels the same way, and you got to cut them loose, and hopefully you start anew. Ah, sometimes you just hit a wall, right, as a team. Like, you've yeah. tried everything that you know to improve. It's just still not working. You know, maybe a roster change is going to change the dynamic. It's going to, you know change the way your team works and hopefully for the better, right? I mean, you got to do something. You can't just sit there and be complacent losing all the time. Yeah. True, true, and true. All right, cool. I had a, I had one more big question for, for us here before we go. And Grant, you've been to the last, you've been to the last two TIs, right? Shanghai and Vancouver. Yeah. And you were at all yep. the TIs in Seattle. Um, yep. And so was I. I feel like, I feel like TI is just not the same when it's not in Seattle. What do you guys think? 100%. I think it's so cool that at TI, it's like we're all coming to Seattle. We're like entering like Valve's backyard. We're all going to the office. You get all these follow alongs. You know, you have all the Valve employees there. You see everyone. You have the nice, you know, Valve dinner. It's like, it's got like this different, it's got like the TI Seattle magic. And I feel like Shanghai and Vancouver have been like glorified majors. No, I, I agree. Even like the stuff outside the events and all that. No, but it's just the fact that you, since TI2, you knew it was always going to be in Seattle. And then we hit T2 
TI8, and then it's it's not in Seattle anymore. And it's just I don't know. It doesn't feel like the internet. It, it still feels like the international, obviously Dota wise, but the whole thing of it not being in Seattle. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of a sucks now. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Not sucks. That's a big word. No, it's it, kind of like it does semi suck, like a demi suck. Yeah, mm, like a demi suck. But uh, I haven't been to a international outside of Seattle, right? I've been to two, but I have not been to Vancouver or Shanghai. Um, so I'll just say my experience at TI is unforgettable both times. It was really special. It's I've been to lands. Why is you laughing? But uh, I've been to a few lands, and they just didn't match up. I don't know if it'd be the same outside like Shanghai. I don't know if I'd have that same feeling, but I can just say from my experience in Seattle, it's really special. You do not forget that kind of moments, the moments you make there. So yeah, very special. That was, that was touching, man. I was touching. I, I agree entirely. Still remember, still remember my first dinner drunk on the floor. Yeah. I remember it too, man. I'll never do that. Take some pictures of them. Yeah, of course, man. very, very special stuff. Dude, very hard can, can we talk about that one time? It was that was TI four Mason, and all I remember was we were in a hotel room, and you're like, "I want to go downstairs." You were drunk, obviously, and Charlie said, "Only if you have someone responsible go with you." And then I said, "I'll do it," and then he just <laughs> let us go. Like, what? What was that? Why? Why would he? I don't do remember that? any of that. I must have been blacked out as always. <laughs> no, you. Yeah, you were. Why did Charlie let me? That this was drinking, Grant. Take Mesa, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, Charlie. I see why he's not a manager anymore. Yeah, I was a mess yeah. of that tournament too. We we're all just kids back then, you know. We made mistakes. Yep. No, yeah, now, now we're grown ass men. Yeah, we're all adults here now. We're yeah, all like man. forty years old. Thank yep. you, boomers. Yeah, I got some grown ass man shit to do. Yep. So do I. <sighs> all right. So, are we coming back to Seattle? After Stockholm, I feel like Stockholm's probably going to be underwhelming as well. We need to be. I mean, I think it's dumb if we don't come back. Are the key isn't arena... like? Yeah, I was going to say, isn't one of the only reasons we're like uh, in different countries and continents and everything because Key Arena is under construction? It's like kind of a. I mean, I definitely feel like that's an issue, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, that's the issue. Hopefully, it's. Does anyone know if Key Arena is like finished with construction this year? Yeah, I just talked to my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I was just say, I just talked to the contractors. It's almost done. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right, no, I uh, let me actually Google it. How you want? <laughs> Dude, we actually have no facts on this on this stream. Did we present any facts today? All right, wait, wait, wait. It says yeah. renovated 2018 to 2021. It should be done. We're in 2020. Wait, you said it's done in 2021. How could it be done? We're in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when in when in 21 is it done? Because I feel like the international would be a know. great kickoff event for the new stadium. Dude, I can't do it, Mason. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says 2021. That's it? That's all your cousin knows? The year? <laughs> no, that's all Google knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah, your cousin's named Google. All right, give me, give me a sec. Give me a sec. I might have found some. This is Investigator Grant. New Arena at Seattle Center Construct. Wait, I don't even think this is the same place. We're looking for Key Arena. K-E-Y, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing that. You're the host, Peter. It it looks like the facts match up. Seattle, T-I is going to come back. T-I-12, baby. Where's T-I-11, man? What about 11? Uh, I think we're going to hold that in a cool place like Antarctica or something. Like somewhere like... (laughs) 
where we do it first, you know? Australia? No. Greenland. Yeah, Australia. Greenland. TI 11 out of Australia, actually. That would be hype. I would. That'd be the one place I'd be at okay with being outside yeah. of NA. I was gonna say yeah. Seattle sucks. Australia's better for sure. You said Australia. Yeah, yeah I've never or been to Australia. I would actually go if I wasn't playing, not casting, whatever. I would actually go to a TI in Australia. I'm not even crapping. That flight's actually like thirty hours. Well, sometimes you gotta suck it up, Peter. Yeah. Yep. Just I feel like Peter, you as a player, you've been pampered for so long. You know, it's yeah. it's, it's tough. It's True. tough. Like Mason's here digging out of the dirt, yeah, living the hard life. Worms. <laughs> gotta do what I gotta do to survive out here. You guys ever eat a worm before? Like, unironically, like just do yeah. it. No. <laughs> I did it when I was, when I, when I was like eight. When I was like eight, well, Peter, you gotta wrap this shit up. <laughs> I also <laughs> ate a grasshopper. Yeah, I was going to ask if you guys wanted to share anything else with the stream before we called it a night. <laughs> uh, yeah, shout out to all my fans out there. You know, big ups to you guys. You know, I'm glad you're not like Mason fans, you know, a little low IQ. <laughs> That's about all I got. Okay, and uh, uh, oh, yeah, no, Mason, you <laughs> oh, go, man. You got, no, you go, man. You got this, man. I'll go last. I'll go last. Okay, yeah, I, th I thought you were the host, like, you know, right? Okay, anyways, but uh, so shout out to all my sponsors. You guys don't. <laughs> Adidas? <laughs> Yeah, Adidas, the old crap and crowd. Wrap it up, please. Uh, shout out to all the real ones. You know who you are. Okay, yeah. I'll give a shout out to the real <laughs> ones as well. Um, yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, guys, when's episode two? <laughs> Hopefully never. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can oh, talk about we that off. We can type some things. And... All right. I think, I think episode two is going to come when we have enough to talk about to fill up another 45 minutes. Obviously, we're, we're a little bit short tonight. But we, I, uh, uh, go ahead. I have a suggestion to make before we go. I think we can uh, invite guests. I think that spices it up and adds new content. That's going to be I another for, level of production value for me. I think uh, maybe invite Vanessa as, <laughs> as a first I think guest. We should, no, you should be get Jube. <laughs> What? Why are we laughing? At... I think yeah. I think Jubei would be with a great the new guess. regional qualifier. Yeah, I think we should learn a little bit more about him. Yeah, Mason... actually, that'd be a homegrown uh, yeah. little NA podcast thing we got here. Do you think people would Talk actually to the agree? Tier two NA players. Do you think people would agree to come on the show after? Of course they would. That's clout. It's clout. Like you don't realize. Like after this stream, Mason, his Instagram DMs are, are they're already popping. From what I can see, I've already read them. They've have seven thousand right now. Yeah, no, I, I, people definitely would. Okay. All right, I'm going to call it. Yep, Mason's got some DMs to attend to. And uh, yeah, I got to end this. So everyone, thanks for watching. This has been the first, or this has been the last word. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Is it off, Peter? Nah, nah <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I was going to do like a little transition thing here at the end. Uh. <laughs> Fuck, dude. How do I? I want to. <laughs> Don't say anything inappropriate just yet. <laughs> 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 <laughs>